we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed 
I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. So you're the last person that I'm ever gonna ask Tell me what's real, tell me what's fake Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken And it's forced me just to only wanna hate Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? Why does everybody wanna tell us how to live But they won't listen to the same damn message that they give it? Tell me how to feel, tell me what's wrong I tried to call, pick up the phone I'm on my own Everybody says you coming back to man Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work Then destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black, all you white I don't even really care I just really want to know what's right They've been saying one thing But I've been looking in the book And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life Tell me where I'm going is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well Had a dream that I was walking with the devil Don't remember how it feels But I swear that I remember the smell Looked me right into my eye And told me everything I wanted could be mine If I gave up and decided to sell But I said I'd rather die than get mine Now I'm here No fear one man with a story to tell Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it When they set the bar and I exceeded it My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover But have never took the time to fucking read this shit I remember telling you my goals and my dreams But you didn't even answer So I guess you didn't believe in it I remember sitting with a gun to my head Trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they're hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! Supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly. So many lies, a thousand different theories. All I wanna know is who really made religion. Cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies, no more death. Bring back King, bring back X. Please, dear God, let their souls rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer. So I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing this morning? Hmm, I did not get in here yesterday. Sorry. Being up till four o'clock in the morning on New Year's Eve and still being sick did not equate to a good book yesterday morning. Just how it happens. Because, uh, yeah, that just didn't happen. I got up at like 11 yesterday morning and uh, I went and took care of the birds, like watered them, changed all their water out. It was the first day of the month. So everybody gets fen bend and uh, clean the duck pool and put down fresh hay in the coop, the enclosure, went on a little egg hunt and then went in and took a shower, went to my mom's for dinner. I was exhausted, y'all. Just exhausted. I mean, I I did like two hours worth of work and then I slept right after dinner again. I went back to sleep on my mom's couch. I spent more time sleeping on my mom's couch in the last week. I swear. Just craziness. This bug. I'll tell you, whatever this is that's going around, it is brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Just drains you. Drains all the energy right out of you. Takes like, I don't know, next to nothing. And you're just done. Cooked. I've slept more in the past week and a half than I think I've slept in, I don't even know, a year? At least. We don't take breaks around here, Brian. We're too close to the end of the world to take a break. Time for a break. And yet, we didn't really have a choice, did we? Had to take a break. My body literally would not let me do otherwise. Because uh, we all need to heal. Now I'm just to this crud, like leftover, I don't know, blech. Snot. The cough seems to be about gone now. We'll see. 
least I haven't coughed yet this morning. I've only been up for 20 minutes though, so couldn't really tell you. Um, but man, it's brutal, brutal, brutal. So we shall see if, uh, we're all getting a little better every day. It's good. But because we need to prepare, I mean, for real. I will say that uh, I told you guys last week that I would be okay with dreaming again. That there was a, a good run there where every morning I would wake up sobbing because my dreams were so devastating. But, uh, and I begged for it to stop, and it did. Now I'm ready for my dreams to come back. So they've started. I asked for them to come back and they started. I'm not crying like I was. Like I don't wake up sobbing, but I'm definitely having dreams. I'm trying to remember them in the morning because it's been a long time. And trying to decipher them when I do. It's, uh, Kind of scary almost. I guess we'll find out if they're prophetic or not. I'm starting to think all dreams are prophetic though. Yeah, the demons are getting really, really, really heavy. I hear you, Brian. Hope you're okay. A lot of people have been under attack. As we get closer, those attacks come faster. Yeah, Ellsworth, I, Ellsworth said, set down a, a bedside note, notepad to remember my dreams. Except I don't tend to remember them as soon as I wake up. Like, I get kind of flashes over, over the course of a day. Like, we were doing something last night and I just stopped dead and I was like, I dreamed about this. It was one of those things. And I was like, I dreamed this exact moment, this exact little snippet of time. It wasn't important. Or not seemingly. Just there. Just that knowledge that I dreamed about that. So I will adjust. We will all adjust. Anyway, Brother Matt had a, uh, well, encounter as well. So let's listen to what he had to say before we get going for the day. Brother Matt, with a word from December 30th. Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt, back with another message from the Lord. The message I'm going to share today is from December 30th, 2023. So from early this morning, about 3 a.m., uh, the Lord uh, gave this to me to share. If you are new to this channel, 
I do encourage you to check out the other videos so you can hear the other things that the Lord has been um, giving me that I've been sharing here. I want you to know that this is not a sermon, that this is not uh, just me quoting a scripture, uh, that this is the message that the Lord gave me to share, told me to share. And so I am being faithful to do what he told me to do by sharing it with you. I, I don't explain everything that's here. I don't interpret everything that's here or add to it. I just am going to give you what he gave me and we will trust the Holy Spirit to help you to understand what it means and how you should respond to it. Um, I, I need to just get right to it. So I'm just going to get to it. Uh, December 30th, 2023. This is what it says. Will you listen to me, O man? For I, the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, shall speak. Declare these words, O servant of the Lord. Perhaps there are some who will have ears to hear and eyes to see. I, the Lord, the maker, the sustainer of all things, he who was from the beginning, the father of all creation, the ancient of days, the one who is not silent, God above all gods, king above all kings, Lord above all lords, ruler of the nations, he who was and who is and who is to come, the Alpha, the Omega, first and last, the only wise counselor, the advocate, father of light, in whom is no darkness, in whom is no shadow, the righteous one, the holy one, he who sits on the throne, Jesus, he who is called the Nazarene, he who is born of the virgin, he who is the chain breaker, he who conquered death and hell itself, he who despised not the cross, but was crucified for you, he who was buried in a tomb, he who was risen from the dead, he who was raised imperishable and ascended in the sight of many, the Lord of all, the coming King. It is he who speaks to you. Blessed is he who hears this word and obeys. My sheep know my voice. And they come when their master calls to them. They will not come for another. I am he who calls you home. Come to me, O oh my children. I have prepared a place for you. The time is coming. It is now here. The hour is upon you. And the time of your exile has come to an end. The day is upon you. Make ready. Make ready. Send out the call. 
The bridegroom is coming. Arise and light your lamps, O virgins. Join in the procession, for the marriage feast is about to begin. Arise, wake from your slumber. Arise, arise, for the bridegroom is here. Tell the guests of the bridegroom that the day has arrived. Go to the highways, tell it in the marketplaces, tell it on the heights, tell it on the depths, tell them that the day has arrived. The day is upon you. I have come to gather all that are mine. You will see my sign. It is time for you to come home. I have not forgotten you. I have not forgotten my promises to you. I will complete everything as I have said, for I am the faithful one. My sheep know my voice, and they answer when I call. Behold, I am calling you, O children. I am calling the sheep of my pasture to come home to me. The time of your exile is at a close. It is time to come home. Those who are left will gnash their teeth and curse the God who made them. Ready yourselves for the day. Brothers and sisters, I mean, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm giving you what he gave me to say. I strongly recommend you look at Matthew 25, uh, the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. And um, Luke... Uh, I think it's Luke 14, 12 to 24, which is the parable of the wedding banquet. It's definitely seemed to be strongly referenced here. Um, you know, I'm not setting dates. I just know that there's urgency. You know, I mean, there's been urgency throughout all of this. But... Um, be ready. Be ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Like, I'm ready right now today. Let's go. But as we wait, for however long is left for us to wait, we have to be about his business until he comes, right? In the in the parable of the talents, that's what the master says to the servants, to do business until he comes. Other translations say, occupy until I come. So that doesn't mean that we put our feet up on the desk and we just wait. It means we, we are still about the Lord's business until the day. So whether it is today 
or whether it is in six months or whether it is, I don't know how long. We have to live with that urgency and that readiness. And we have to continue to be about his business until he comes. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know what else to say, guys. I'm sorry. I'll continue to give you these things as he gives them to me. That's what I do. Um, as you know, if you're new, please subscribe and, and like and share this with other people. I, these messages, I feel like we just we want to try to get them to as many people as possible. It's the Lord's it's the Lord's message. You know, it's a it's a testimony. These are all testimonies. Um, it's not on top of the Bible. It's not addition to the Bible. It is a, it is a testimony. Um, so people will turn back, so people will turn to him, so people will come to faith, so people will be encouraged, so people will be challenged. All of those things, that's what it's for. I pray you'll be blessed wherever you are. Uh, I am praying for you. Please put your prayer requests in the comments. I will pray. I know other people will pray. Continue to pray for you. Some of you who have been long commenters on this channel, I haven't heard from in a while. and. Um, so if you haven't commented in a while and you used to comment a lot, drop drop a comment for me so I know you're okay. Think about you guys. Um, so I'll be back if uh, he gives me something else to share, and if not, I'll I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you up there. We'll all be together. So, brothers and sisters, be blessed. I love y'all. God bless you. May he encourage you and strengthen you today. That's all I got. Well, thank you for that, Brother Matt. You know, we have the, the benefit of a designated showtime, right? We didn't used to. We used to just kind of go on willy-nilly because the mixed schedule at the fire department at the time was not conducive to a set schedule. But now we have a set schedule, right? You see me here every morning at 8 a.m. You see us on every weekday, weekday evening at 5.45, 6 p.m. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the show. Every weekend at 2 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, or almost every Saturday but definitely every Sunday. So you guys know where we'll be, right? You know how to get a hold of us. You all have your different chats. I hope to see X starting to build, people chatting over there. But you know where we are. And we have the benefit of being able to directly interact with all of y'all every day. Lindsay is wherever we are, Ben, Brian, Kristen, Wix. Some of y'all we've even gotten to know in person. I think almost everybody in here has our cell phone numbers, one or the other. So that's a, that's a huge blessing.
I don't think y'all understand. That's a huge blessing. Because otherwise, we're begging for people to leave messages in the comments so we know you're okay. That's not how we roll. Because y'all have become our family. Starting with the evening show with the Patriot Party podcast and extending out to True Spiracy and Freedom Gardens and now the good book. We're all a big family. If one of y'all dropped off, if we didn't see you for a while, we'd call, we'd text, we'd email. Or we'd comment. Like, anyone seen Sparky? You get that every once in a while. Good to see you, Sackla. So, we are very blessed that God has brought us together. Because if you think it was anyone else, you're sadly mistaken. This is God's work. God brought us together as a family, as we're supposed to be. Because this world is huge and yet so small. And eventually we'll all be able to be together really as a family in the new world that we build together. But yeah, Brian, it does start with a small seed. This is where we're at. So before we get into the book today, let's start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for healing. Thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to both heal ourselves and prepare for your return. Thank you for showing us our path, for sending us your messengers to keep us on said path. And yes, thank you for giving me a break for the past week, a forced one as it were with this illness. Maybe that's why so many people got sick. Because we all needed a break from the insanity. To sleep for a week. Yes, Ben Justin helped. Sometimes I imagine Justin and Jesus fighting over control of the wheel. You know, Justin always liked to drive. He always liked to be in control. It's part of his problem. He didn't listen very well. He was gifted his own angel, his very own angel. He was the chosen vessel of Uriel, but he didn't want to listen. When he said, 
people imagine what would Jesus do? And sometimes I think you should have a bracelet saying, what would Justin do? He wasn't kidding. He really wasn't. He was forgiven a lot more than most people, but he wasn't kidding. He constantly fought for control. But it wasn't his. It's God's control. So God, I hope you have patience with him now as you did then. I thank you for having patience with all of us. We are just human after all. I thank you for our animals. They've been so patient with me this week as I've been very late to let them out of their enclosure almost every day and early to put them in almost every day. But thank you for gifting me the ability to speak to them, to hear them, and to have them hear me. Because that helps too. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my amazing husband, all of whom have been so patient. Although we've honestly all been sick. The kids got it first. They, they're through it. Mick got it after me. Yet he seems healthier than me right now. Although I am much, much, much better. The thing is, I don't know how to stop. I haven't really had a choice recently, but I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to take it easy. Take a break. It's not in me. I just keep going until I literally fall out. So thank you, God, for making me take a break. And most of all, thank you for giving us all ears to hear, eyes to see, and the ability to discern the truth from the constant lies. We all wait with bated breath for your return, dear God. I pray that as soon, very soon. But really, God, thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. So, if you remember last week, we're in the first book of Kings. So, and Solomon was a bad boy. 
and he rebelled against God. Did not follow his commandments. And so the house of David was withered into a shadow of itself. And yet promises are made yet again. So the first book of Kings, chapter 13. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord hath spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So he went another way, and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken unto the king, them they told also to their father. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto his sons, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that camest from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. He said unto him, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. 
So he went back with him and did eat bread in his house and drank water. And it came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord and has not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but camest back and hast eaten bread and drunk water in the place of the which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water, thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulcher of thy fathers. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread, and after he had drunk, that he saddled for him the ass, to wit, for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way, and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it, and the lion also stood by the carcass. And behold, men passed by, and saw the carcass cast in the way, and the lion standing by the carcass. And they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet that brought him back from the way heard thereof, he said, It is the man of God who is disobedient unto the word of the Lord. Therefore the Lord hath delivered him unto the lion, which hath torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord, which spake, which he spake unto him. And he spake to his son, saying, Saddle me the ass. And they saddled him. And they went and found his carcass cast in the way, and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass. And the lion had not eaten the carcass, nor torn the ass. And the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God, and laid it upon the ass, and brought it back. And the old prophet came to the city to mourn and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave. And they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. And it came to pass after he had buried him, that he spake to his sons, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulcher, wherein the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he cried by the word of the Lord, against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places, which are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely came to pass. After this thing, Jerobeam returned not from his evil way, but made again of the lowest of the people priests of the high places. Whoever so would, he consecrated him, and he became one of the priests of the high places. And this thing became a sin unto the house of Jeroboam, even to cut it off and destroy it from the face of the earth. Chapter 14 At that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, fell sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise, I pray thee, and disguise thyself, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is Ahijah the prophet, which told me that I should be king over this people. And take with thee ten loaves and cracknels and a cruise of honey, and go to him. And he shall tell thee what shall become of the child. And Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose, and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. But Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. And the Lord said unto Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to ask a thing of her son. 
for he is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, For it shall be, when she cometh in, that she shall feign herself to be another woman. And it was so, when Ahaja heard the sound of her feet, as she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam, why feignest thou thyself to be another? For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. Go tell Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord God of Israel. For as much as I exalted thee from among thy people and made thee prince over my people Israel and rent the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it thee, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do that only which was right in mine eyes but hast done evil above all that were before thee. For thou hast gone and made thee other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger and hast cast me behind thy back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall and him that is shut up and left in Israel and will take away the remnant remnant of the house of Jeroboam as a man taketh away dung till it be all gone. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat and him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat for the Lord hath spoken it. Arise thou therefore get thee to thine own house and when thy feet enter into the city the child shall die. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him. For he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, the Lord shall raise him up a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam that day. But what even now? For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he shall root up Israel out of this good land which he gave to their fathers, and shall scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their groves, provoking the Lord to anger. And he shall give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, who did sin, and who made Israel to sin. And Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Terzah. And when she came to the threshold of the door, the child died. And they buried him, and all Israel mourned for him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by the hand of his servant Ahijah the prophet. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. And the days with Jeroboam reigned were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers. And Nabdab, his son, reigned in his stead. And Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. And Rehoboam was forty and one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord did choose out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Nama, an Ammonite. And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they had committed, above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill and under every green tree. 
And there were also sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem, and he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all, and he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. And King Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields and committed them onto the hands of the chief of the guard, which kept the door of the king's house. And it was so when the king went into the house of the Lord that the guard bare them and brought them back into the guard chamber. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all their days. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And his mother's name was Nama and Ammonites. And Abijam, his son, reigned in his stead. Chapter 15. Now in the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, reigned Abijam over Judah. Three years he reigned, reigned he in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Makkah, the daughter of Abishalom. And he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, did the Lord give his God give him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem. Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. Now the rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abijam and Jeroboam. And Abijam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. And in the twentieth year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, reigned Asa over Judah. And forty and one years reigned he in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Makkah, the daughter of Abishalom. And Asa did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, as did David his father. And he took away the Sodomites out of the land, and removed all the idols that his father had made. And also Makkah his mother. Even her he removed from being a queen, because she had made an idol in a grove. And Asa destroyed her idol and burnt it by the brook Kidron. But the high places were not removed. Nevertheless, Asa's heart was perfect with the Lord all his days. And he brought in the things which his father had dedicated, and the things which himself had dedicated, into the house of the Lord, silver and gold and vessels. And there was a war between Asa and Basha, king of Israel, all their days. And Basha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might not suffer any to go out or come into king, of, king Asa of Judea. 
Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that were left in the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house and delivered them into the hands of his servants. And King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tabrimon, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, that dwelt at Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and thee, and between my father and thy father. Behold, I have sent unto thee a present of silver and gold. Come and break thy league with Basha, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. So Ben-Hadad hearkened unto King Asa, and sent the captains of the hosts which he had against the cities of Israel, and smote Ejon and Dan, and Abel Beth Mahach, and all Sinaroth, with all the lands of Naphtali. And it came to pass, when Basha heard thereof, that he left off building of Ramah, and dwelt in Terzah. Then King Asa made a proclamation throughout all Judah, none was exempted. And they took away the stones of Ramah, and the timber thereof where Basha had builded. And King Asa built them with Geba of Benjamin and Mitzpah. The rest of all the acts of Asa, and all his might, and all that he did in the cities which he built, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? Nevertheless, in the time of his old age, he was diseased in his feet. And Asa slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his stead. And Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned over Israel two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father and in his sin wherewith he made Israel to sin. And Basha, the son of Ahaja, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him. And Basha smote him at Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. For Nadab and all Israel laid, laid siege to Gibbethon. Even in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, did Basha slay him and reigned in his stead. And it came to pass when he reigned that he smote all of the houses of Jeroboam. He left not to Jeroboam any that breathed until he had destroyed him according unto the saying of the Lord, which he spake by his servant Aja the Shilonite. Because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned, and which he made Israel sin, by his provocation wherewith he provoked the Lord God of Israel to anger. Now the rest of the acts of Nadab and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And there was war between Asa and Basha, king of Israel, all their days. In the third year of Asa, king of Israel, or king of Judah, became Basha, the son of Ahaja, to reign over Israel in Tizra twenty and four years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of Jeroboam and in his sin wherewith he made Israel to sin. That is the end of chapter 15 of the first book of Kings. We will start chapter 16 tomorrow, bright and early 8 a.m. So, mm, thank you all for listening. Liana is coming up next. I did tell y'all that uh, we were going to start broadcasting all day, mirroring Liana's show. 
here on the Patriot Party Podcast channels. That, however, does not start today, as I still need to get caught up and get my our old podcasts, older podcasts produced so I can clear up room in StreamYard in order to facilitate that. So that will probably start next week. Um, I am also going to start doing the good book at the very least on uh, either Saturday or Sunday, but probably both. And that'll start this coming weekend too. So lots going on, lots picking up. So uh, Lion is coming up next, I believe. At least I have not heard differently. So come check her out, both here on Rumble Lana Wilbert show, the TNA variety show and, uh, over on pill.net Vince's news show, I believe starts today, rise and grind at 1130. So you can go check that out on his new channel, rise and grind. So, um, there's that. And then of course, Mick and I will be back tonight. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular Patriot Party podcast. We do have a guest today. James Rukuski is going to be joining us to talk about how the who's trying to take over the world. So we always love when James comes on. We always have a great conversation with him. Um, so I apologize. We did not do a Patriot Party podcast yesterday. We ended up going to my mom's for dinner. And, uh, and I went to sleep right after. Yeah, so... But we will be back tonight. So come check us out. Um, that's it. We'll see you guys then. I pray that God keeps you safe in the shadow of his wing until his return. So until then, I will see you all on the flip side. Have a great day. We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So. And I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um. And it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it don't defeats tap the water. whole purpose. Really I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, you I add, add more, more water. water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and your body just anyway. expels what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee more right mm -hmm. what were your symptoms before oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home eight hours a day and i there were many many days that i did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's Hey, every there. day, seriously, start really, your day, what it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. cardio miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. an additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right, so uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing today? I literally uh, opened my eyes 
uh, less than 20 minutes ago. Considering I have a 10 minute intro, that's saying something. And I said, Alexa, what time is it? And she said, it's 7.53. And I said, oh shit. Don't know what happened to my alarm. I'm really not looking forward to the kids going back to school tomorrow. I can tell you that. Because then we're all going to have to get up at six. Not just me. Or not just Mick, rather. I don't get up at six unless I have to. I used to. These past three weeks have been something else. <sighs> so I am still yawning and tired. Because, man. Eight o'clock was not my friend today. Normally, I'm wearing a go by now. It's okay. While the intro was playing, I went out and let the birds out, made a cup of coffee, so maybe I can wake them up to talk to you guys. Yikes. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, do I have a big burn on my neck is the question of the day. You guys. I can't see. Maybe it's gone. Okay. Last night I was uh, I was making dinner. I was making pork chops. I make bacon pork chops, so I heated up the bacon and uh, got the pan really nice and hot. All that good bacon grease in there. Put the first pork chop in. Splash. Yeah, like four hundred degree oil splashed up in my face, here on my chin. And then uh, down my neck here. So I put some aloe on it last night, but I don't see any marks today. It looked like someone had taken a claw and got down my neck. But maybe I healed it already. It's possible. It's very possible, actually. So, oh well. It was a, it was an interesting experience, I tell you, because normally I'm just screaming in pain for shit like that. Um, it didn't really hurt. It hurt for a second, like it happened. And then it was mostly gone. More annoying. And Mick was standing right there and he freaked out. He was like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I kept making dinner. I, uh. I put some, like I said, first I, I just splashed some cold water on it, grabbed an ice cube, and put it down it. Then it was fine. Then it was gone. Like I said, I had some marks on my neck, but um, 400 degree oil splashing directly on your neck is uh, generally not pleasant. But apparently it's gone. So. Yeah, Tammy, I, I seem to be healed. Right? I don't I don't see anything. Let's see. Oh. All right, a couple little marks there. Yeah. Doesn't hurt at all though. So that's saying something. I don't like pain. I mean, I don't mind it. I'll let you know you're alive. But I generally not a big fan of pain. Just saying. 
I guess we will all find out soon enough. So, oh, in the meantime, yes, I am a little behind today since I, uh, you know, just got out of bed. But I can't be late. God forbid. Can't be late. So, let's see uh, what our dear friend, Mr. Matt, had to say. Of course, we've already been through the whole Easter to Pentecost, and then I think we've been through the Feast of Trumpets to Atonement. Stop. Um, mm -hmm. oh no, nope, there's one more of those to play. Let's do that. Okay. This is from September 23rd, 22nd. Here we go. Okay, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. Uh, this message is from early this morning, September 22nd, 2023. And uh, as always, I'm grateful for those of you who who have subscribed to this channel, for those of you that like and comment and, and especially uh, share this message with others. Uh, I know that that glorifies the Lord. It's his message and he wants it to get out there. If you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos and see the things that the Lord has been sharing uh, with me over the last uh, couple of months. So uh, here's what it says for September 22nd, 2023. Soon the day approaches. The day is coming quickly upon you. Be ready, oh my children. Look for me. Prepare for me, oh my bride. Adorn yourselves in praise and good works as you look to that great day. Set your watch and gather with those who are yours. I will not be long. You have waited faithfully for me. Soon you shall be satisfied. Soon shall you see the coming of your Lord. I am coming for my church, my children. Therefore, renew your hope, O oh my children, as you look towards that day with expectation. I will not abandon those who are mine, but I will come for you. You will hear a great stirring sound, the sound of many trumpets. It is the call. Many will shout with joy on that day, but for those outside, it will be a great sorrow. Those who are left will cry in their devastation. They will say, O oh Lord, remember me. These will work out their salvation with great fear and trembling. But still, there is hope even for those. It will be a hard walk for such as these. The one who persists in those days shall see me on my glorious day. I will preserve those who would hide themselves in me. Therefore, 
I counsel you, O people, repent and return to me while there is yet time. Soon is the day. Soon shall I call for you, O children of the land. The dead shall rise first and after those who remain in me until my coming. It will be as I have said before, as I have declared through my servants, the prophets. Declare this as a testimony for those who wait for my coming, for my call and for those who will remain. Brothers and sisters, that's the word that the Lord gave me to share today, September 22nd, 2023. I pray wherever you are, you would be encouraged. I pray wherever you are, you would remember to continue to press on towards the upward call of our God, to continue to stand firm right wherever you are and to do the things that the Lord has put in front of you to do. All these other things he has in his hand. He knows the day, he knows the time, and we can trust in him and in his faithfulness and in his word to us. If you have not yet called upon the Lord to be your savior. I mean, he's the savior, no matter what you think. He's the Lord, no matter what you think. But if you haven't come to him and asked him to forgive you of your sin, to wash you and cleanse you, to make you new, to make you a new creation and to give you eternal life, I, I implore you, I encourage you while there is yet time, call on him. Uh, John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, the whole world, including you, that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. That is God's desire for you. His desire for you is that you would have eternal life, that you would be reconciled to him, that you would be renewed in him. Thanks for this time. Be blessed. Okay, brothers. Thank you, Brother Matt. We've already heard that one. Mm. So, you know, now we're getting to the point where we've collected many of our people. I think collected is the right word. And yet I'm constantly surprised. I'll talk to someone, someone I know well, but I might not have spoken to about God before. And you know what happens? Almost every time, almost every time, I tell them the 11-3 prophecy. When the day comes, do not run, do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. And they say, noted, got it, understood. So when that day comes, I shouldn't come running there. I said, no, wait, wait, wait first. When you see the, the pillar of fire, then you run. I don't know why it surprises me. Certainly we're not the only ones that God talks to. We're not even the only ones that are talking about God. Not even close. And yet, it's 
not God that surprises me. It's the people. You know. And I don't know why it should. It really shouldn't. Because... When God softens your heart, when God chooses you, all it takes is a word from someone. Uh, Welcome to the wolf pack. Follow your path. Just a question. Do you know God? Do you put him first in your life? And the answer I've been getting lately, resoundingly, is yes. Yes. Gives me hope. We are not the only ones waiting for God's return. Waiting impatiently. Because it's not long now. Not long at all. This time right now, these next three months, is a time for training and preparation. We've been given this time as a gift. For the last couple to come to the flock, to the wolf pack as it were in our case, to find those last few. And the devil knows that his time is near too. It's almost over. He's putting his demons out in force. Everyone's being attacked. Yeah, Wix, we're praying for you. Wix says, asking for prayers. Didn't get the test results we wanted, but we still have faith that we will beat this. Most definitely. Without a doubt. Because you guys have each other and God. You will most definitely beat this. It will go away. So, three to six weeks to gather the rest of us. We're gathered. We're at the point where people are coming to us, not the other way around. If you talk to everybody you know about God, you'll lose less. You might lose people in the short run, but you'll gain so much in the long run. Because the ones that have fallen off the path may seek the opportunity to return. The ones that have never been on the path at least know where to go to find it. So, be the shining light that lights the way to the path towards God. 
Garbs is one of the strongest people I know, Wix. He'll be good. You guys will get through this. We'll all get through this together. So, with that being said, let's say our prayer. Dear God, please give us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. We understand it is nigh. The day of your return is at hand. Please continue to soften the hearts of those that you've chosen to join us on this path back to you. God, please watch over Kirby and Wicks as they struggle fighting for health as well as for you. God, we ask that you protect all of the wolf pack from these constant demonic attacks. The evil that waits at our doors, bated breath, destroy it, please, God. Keep our friends and loved ones safe. The shadow of your wing, the comfort of your love. God, we thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. Thank you for bringing more people to your path every single day. To hear your word, to ask questions, to find their own faith. Thank you for our animals. They're part of the reason I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. But they show us every day what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for our children. Their innocence reminds us what we're fighting for. Thank you for our friends and family, more of whom join us on our path towards you every day. Thank you for sending us your messengers and for giving us a break from them. It can be very overwhelming. Thank you for sending us your signs giving us eyes to see, ears to hear your words. Thank you, God, for my husband and family. My amazing husband who, I have no idea if he woke me up this morning. He probably did.
and our families who we had the opportunity to see over this holiday season. I thank you for healing us. It's a nasty bug. But most of all, God, thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. Brian said it felt like a thousand pound weight on my head and shut me down. It was bad, but I'm learning things to push through the evil for the next attack. Mm -hmm. Although I think that some of that need to sleep, this constant exhaustion, is also God's way of forcing us to rest, to prepare. Because you know when that happens, we're going to be going full tilt, balls to the wall. There's no stopping us. We need to prepare. We need to be strong and healthy. And healed. So... You know, these next few months are going to be really rough for most people. A lot of people are going to die. I hate to say that, but I say it all the time. And unfortunately, I'm usually true. But this fever, this bug that we all had, I can't imagine how people who aren't as healthy as we have dealt with it. The fever alone is a killer. So, stay strong in God. Do what your body tells you to do to heal from this. Because it's a rough one. But, God willing, we'll all be healthy when his return. It's coming soon. So, we are into the first book of Kings. If you remember yesterday, most of the kings went the way of Jeroboam in sin, not the way of David in love. So God's shuffling through them like cards in a deck, looking for the good one. Chapter 16, of the first book of Kings. Then the word of the Lord came to Juha, the son of Hanani, against Basha, saying, For as much as I exalted thee out of the dust and made thee prince over my people Israel, and thou hast walked in the way of Jeroboam and hast made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins. Behold, I will take away the posterity of Basha and the posterity of his house and will make thy house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Him that dieth of Basha and the city shall the dogs eat 
and him that dieth of his in the fields shall the fowls of the air eat. Now the rests of the acts of Basha and what he did and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Basha slept with his father and was buried in Terzah. And Elah, his son, reigned in his stead. And also by the hand of the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, came the word of the Lord against Basha and against his house, even for all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, in provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, in being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he killed him. In the twenty and sixth year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ella, the son of Basha, to reign over Israel and Terzah two years, and his servant Zimri, captain of half of his chariots, conspired against him as he was in Terzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, steward of his house in Terzah. And Zimri went in and smote him and killed him in the twenty and seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his stead. And it came to pass when he began to reign, as soon as he sat on his throne, that he slew all the house of Basha. He left him not one that pisseth against a wall, neither of his king folks nor his friends. Thus did Zimri destroy all the house of Basha, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake against Basha by Jehu the prophet. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, by which they sinned, and by which they made Israel to sin in provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicle of the Kings of Israel? In the twenty and seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, did Zimri reign seven days in Terzah. And the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. And the people that were encamped heard say, Zimri hath conspired, and hath also slain the king. Wherefore all Israel made Omri, the captain of the host, king over Israel that day in the camp. And Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Terzah. And it came to pass, when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the palace of the king's house, and burnt the king's house over him with fire, and died. For his sins, which he sinned in doing evil in the sight of the Lord, in walking in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he did to make Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and his treason that he wrought, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then were the people of Israel divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ganath, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people that followed Omri prevailed against the people that followed Tibni, the son of Ganath. And so Tibni died, and Omri reigned. In the thirty and first year of Asa, king of Judah, began Omri to reign over Israel twelve years. Six years he reigned in Terzah, and he bought the hills of Samaria, of Shemer for two talents of silver and built on the hill and called the name of the city which he built after the name of Shemer, owner of the hill, Samaria. But Omri wrought evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all that were before him. 
For he walked in all the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sin wherewith he made Israel to sin, to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Omri, which he did, and his might that he showed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab his son reigned in his stead. And in the thirty and eighth year of Asa king of Judah began Ahab the son of Omri to reign over Israel. And Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty and two years. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. In his days did Heel, the Bethelite, build Jericho. He laid the foundation thereof in Abraham, his firstborn, and set up the gates thereof in his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Joshua, the son of Nun. Chapter 17. And Elijah, the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord of God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him and said, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidion, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two six sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fat until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. 
and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. And it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord, my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord, my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. And the woman said to Elijah, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. Chapter 18 And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab. And there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all fountains of water and unto all brooks, Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and the mules alive, that we not lose all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him, and fell on his face and said, Art thou that my Lord Elijah? And he answered him, I am. Go. Tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And he said, What have I sinned that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hands of Ahab to slay me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation nor kingdom whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here, and it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. Was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water? And now thou sayest, Go tell the Lord, Behold, Elijah is here, and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of the hosts liveth, before whom I stand, 
I will surely show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And it came to pass, when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Baalim. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and all the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel, and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on no, on wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord and the God that answereth by fire, let him be God." And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves and dress it first, for ye are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock, which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even unto noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice nor any that answered. And they leapt upon the altar which was made, and it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is talking or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him on the wood, and said, Fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar 
and he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God, the Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, not let not one of them escape. And they took them and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and he put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stops thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rose and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab, to the entrance of Jezreel. Chapter 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there is a cake baked on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights unto Horeb, the Mount of God. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, 
the word of the Lord came to him. And he said unto him, What doest thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and, the, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a still small voice. And it was so, when Elijah heard that, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go. Return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Mahola, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazael shall Jehu slay, and him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. And yet I have left me seven thousand in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who is plowing with yoke. Twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with instruments of the oxen and gave on to the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah, and ministered on to him. And that is the end of chapter 19 of the first book of Kings. Annie says we're done for the day. We will start back up with chapter 20 tomorrow. 8 a.m., bright and early. I won't be on time because the kids have to go back to school tomorrow, which means I need to get up to make sure they get up. It sucks. So we'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to continue the good book. Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the Patriot Party podcast. So come check us out here on Rumble and Pill.net and X. And uh, don't forget, 
Liana's coming up next to see us through the whole day. She should be starting just as soon as my outro song ends in five minutes. So go check her out over there. Uh, again, on pill.net and on Rumble, the Liana Wilbert show, the TNA variety show. So hmm. I might go back to bed for a little bit. No, I can't. I got antennas to make. Yeah. And things to plant. Things to build. Things to do. So wish me luck and the strength to get everything done that I need to get done today. And I will pray for all of y'all to be safe and secure in the shadow of God's wing until he returns for all of us. So until then, I'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing this morning? Hmm. Kids are back in school today. I know some people's kids went back yesterday. Our kids had what they call a student holiday. The whole freaking two weeks was a student holiday. But we have to give an extra name, a student holiday. Mm -hmm. So, but they're off this morning. So I'm not sure if it's the start of my vacation or the end of my vacation. You know how that goes? I know I'm going to get a lot more done now. But at the same time, I liked sleeping in a little bit. Nope. Six o'clock, we were up. Well, at least started getting up. You know, got the teenager up. Now he can drive himself to school. Isn't that fun? Got the middle schooler up. Had to fight with him over wearing clothes. He wanted to wear shorts and a long sleeve t-shirt. It's 40 degrees outside. Yeah. I was like, put some pants on. So he put pants on. He's like, I don't have any pants. But I just bought him a whole bunch of pants for Christmas. I'm like, you have all kinds of pants. I just bought you. He's like, no, but I wore those. You wore one pair of jeans for a week and a half. There's like a whole stack of pants right there. Go put on a pair of pants. Okay. So he did. And then it was, hey, go put on a sweatshirt. It's cold out. But I'm wearing long sleeves. It's a long sleeve t-shirt. Jill, fight with your kids over this. Seriously. It's ridiculous. I'm like, humor me. I don't care if you just wear it down to the bus stop and then take it off and put it in your bag. Humor me. Humor you. Yes, humor me. Put on a t-shirt. Put on a sweatshirt over your long sleeve t-shirt when it's 40 degrees outside. It is going to be 60 today. But the other problem with getting up and moving so fast is that um, I have to get up and start moving really fast. <laughs> that's the real pro- that's the big problem, right? Yes, Slopsky, he did get his new to him Chuck from Grandpa. My father gave my teenager an SUV for Christmas for his birthday for the next like twenty years, whatever, until he dies, which will probably be soon. So. My, my father, not my son. Yes, he did get his new truck for Christmas. Um, I didn't get a car when I turned. No, I can't say that. I got a really old broken down car when I turned 16, 17. This is not old and it's not broken down. 
But hey, it's fine. It's good stuff. But the problem with getting up and getting moving so fast is that my mind kicks into gear. Like first, first sip of coffee. First thing I did when I got up on the way to wake up the teenager was start my coffee, right? I'm still drinking the same cup, by the way. That was two hours ago. But, and, uh, you know, the night before last, I told y'all that I started dreaming again. I hadn't dreamt in years. I got, I asked God to take them away because I would wake up more often than not sobbing because my dreams were so intense and scary and basically what's to come. I was given dreams of this before I even knew what was going on, before I even had an inkling. But I asked God to take them away because they were too much. And he did, just before. He sent his messenger to kick me in the head and whatever, get me moving all on my path. But I asked for those dreams to come back, not the super scary ones. Although I don't think they would affect me the same way now. But just any dreams. I legitimately had not dreamed in four years. It's 2019. So I asked for them to come back. And two nights ago, I had a very intense, important dream. And I, something that I have to tell you guys. And then it slipped away. And so last night I asked, can I dream that dream again so I can remember? Because I know it's important. And then I got up and first thing opened my eyes, started running and it slipped away. So I'm going to have to go back to a dream book. I used to have a dream book. Just a little notebook, diary kind of a thing. Not really a diary, just a little notebook that I kept next to my bed with a pen. So every morning that I'd wake up, first thing I did before I got out of bed, make coffee, went to the bathroom, anything, was just to jot down a couple notes about my dreams. And I, I need to do that again, like starting tonight. Because it's going to drive me nuts all day. That I know I have to tell you guys something just can't remember it. It's just out of reach. Like it's, it's right there. So yes, PN. PN says the fall of the old evil system is at hand to be prepared and start doing for your families. Stop relying on their systems. Absolutely. When my son tells me, I don't really like eggs, I think, hmm, pretty soon you're going to be very grateful for the fact that we get a dozen eggs every day, up to a dozen eggs every day. No. Or when my neighbor down the street tells me that she defends our way of life all the time to other people who 
whatever in the neighborhood that talks shit about the chickens or this, that, and the other. And I think, I mean, I appreciate it, but all those people very soon who've been talking shit about us behind our backs here now for two years are going to be knocking on our door here very soon saying, we're sorry. You got any food? Break away from the old systems. Let God show you your path. Put him first in your life. You can't go wrong. Don't veer to the right or to the left. Don't look back. Keep moving forward because there is no end. There's only one straight, narrow path back to God. We're on it together. So take care of your families and try and remember your dreams. Even my dad told me that he started dreaming again, which is crazy. Excuse me. But it's important. Remember. What was it? Your young men will have visions and your old men will dream dreams or the reverse. What qualifies as young and old? Hmm. Anyway. Um, we are continuing with Brother Matt's messages. We are uh, we're into kind of the extra messages that he's received. And some of these now we've heard before as they came through. This one's from October. Some of them we haven't, but they're all important. So let's listen to the message from Brother Matt from, if I can get my mouse to work, here we go, from October 9th. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. Today's message is from October 9th at uh, about 5 a.m., so this very day. Um, if you're new to my channel, what I do here is I read the messages that the Lord has been giving me. Um, he gave me a long series of messages between Easter and Pentecost, which I've been putting here on the channel. You can check out my other videos and see uh, what is there. Um, and what I do is I just read the message as he's given it to me, uh, word for word as he has given it to me. Um, and I don't try to explain it or interpret it, um, although I certainly do have thoughts about it. Um, but this is his, his time, I guess. And I, he told me that I need to just declare it as he gave it to me. So, um, as always, I'm grateful for, for all of the subscribers and the community that's been growing here. Um, I'm thankful for all of you and you guys encourage me so much with your comments and uh, your prayers for me and for mine. Know also that I'm praying for you. And um, I encourage you to share these messages with others and to help get this word out. Okay, so here we go. October 9th, 
2023. I, the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, the Maker of heaven and earth, the Anointed One, the Alpha, the Omega, the One who knows the end from the beginning, I will speak. Turn your ear to me and heed my words. Oh, my children, how I long to come to you. How I long for you to be reconciled to me. Soon I will gather you to myself. Watch for me and prepare for the day of your ingathering. The shaking has begun. You have seen it in my nation, Israel. I will accomplish all of my plans for my people, for this world. Even now, I will not forsake any who are mine. Those who think themselves wise will declare peace, but no peace will there be. Apart from me, there can be no lasting peace. Though my people forsake me, I will not forget them. Still, I will reveal my hand, myself, even in this crisis, many will cry out to me for salvation. I will not be silent. I will speak. Israel trusts in its own security, in its own strength, but it does not trust in me, the Most High God, the God of their fathers. They honor me only with their mouths, with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They would seek to draw the lines with their own hands and ask me to bless them. But I am he who sets the lines, who draws the boundaries of a nation and a people. Their Arrogance does not please me. Therefore, I will humble them. I will bring them low that they might turn to me, that they might return to their father, that they might call upon my holy name again. Even now, their enemies set their faces against my people. Though my hand will be heavy upon them, still I will remember my promises to their fathers. I am a faithful God, the only one who is true. But I will have what is mine. My possession will not be withheld from me. Therefore, I will shake, I will sift, I will sort, I will separate out 
a people devoted to my name. As Jacob separated out a herd for himself, so I shall separate and set aside a people from among the people for myself. A speckled herd, a remnant that is my own. Do not fear, though the foundations shake, the one who makes the Lord his trust will stand secure in the day. But look and see, my hand is at work among my people even now. The crook is in my hand to separate those who are mine. I will arrange according to my own plans. I will not bear with those who would do evil in my name and call it good. I will judge their unrighteous acts. If any would escape my hand of judgment, tell them to repent. Tell them to return. Tell them to seek my way, to call upon the chosen and anointed one. Then they will be saved. There will they find salvation for their souls and peace in their lands. Open your eyes, O people. Open your ears and hear my word. I have not hidden myself from you. My witnesses are ever before you. Yet you are hard of heart and stiff of neck. What shall I do with you, O children? I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have preserved you. I have secured you. But your pride is an abomination to me. You who would say, we have Abraham as our father. Yet, it is the seed of Abraham who will declare judgment on you. Return to me, O people. Return while there is yet time. Be faithful to me, O servant of the Lord. Declare what I have given to you. So that's it, October 9th. Brothers and sisters, let's pray. Let's pray for the people of Israel. Let's pray for revival among them. Let's pray that they will have ears to hear and eyes to see, that they will humble themselves before their God, that they would return to him. Return to him, O oh people, and be saved. Return to him, O oh people, and be saved in Jesus' name. All right, that's all I got, you guys.
I'll be back with you soon. Uh, hey. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. I think he deserved that this morning. Preach it, brother Matt. I am, by the way, calling Matt as an honorary member of the Wolf Pack. All vessels are honorary members of the Wolf Pack, whether or not he knows yet that he's a vessel. By the way, he is. He'll figure it out soon enough. So, yeah. Before we get started, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything that we need to do to prepare for your return and maintain our daily lives. God, we pray that you continue to soften the hearts of those that you've chosen. your messengers, your people, our friends and loved ones. We thank you for choosing them, for giving them ears to hear, eyes to see. Thank you for bringing more people to us every single day on our path back to you, God. And we pray that you help them gain understanding. True understanding comes when you weigh things against life, death, and the kingdom. I pray you help people to understand what that means. Dear God, I thank you for my amazing husband For our friends, thank you for my children. They are it's not always being easy being our children. Especially in this world. I thank you for protecting them for softening their hearts as well. I thank you for our animals who show us every day what it is to live for you alone. I thank you for the roosters crowing to wake up the plants to grow, to feed us, to sustain us. Do you know that roosters crows do that? 
They actually wake up plants. Birds singing just before sunrise stimulates plants. God is a miracle. God creates miracles every day. Put him first in your life and you'll see. Thank you, God. Thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for life. Thank you for showing us how to live and what it means. Yes, Brian, me too. My animals definitely keep me sane in an insane world. So. If you remember yesterday, we're in the first book of Kings. We finished chapter 19. Going through Kings. And as we're told, if you want to know more, aren't there exploits written in the book of Kings? I believe that book of Kings has been lost for a long time. But you get the picture. So, the first book of Kings, chapter 20. And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts together. And there were 30 and two kings with him, and horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city, and said unto him, Thus saith Ben-Hadad, Thy silver and thy gold is mine, thy wives also, and thy children, even the goodliest, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, My lord, O king, according to thy saying, I am thine, and all that I have. And the messengers came again and said, Thus speaketh Ben-Hadad, saying, Although I have sent unto thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver, and thy gold, and thy wives, and thy children. Yet I will send my servants unto thee tomorrow, about this time, and they shall search thine house, and the house of thy servants. And it shall be that whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they shall put in their hand and take it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark, I pray you, and see how this man seeketh mischief. For he sent unto me for my wives and for my children and for my silver and for my gold, and I denied him not. And all the elders and all the people said unto him, Hearken not unto him, nor consent. Wherefore he said unto the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord the king, all that thou didst send for to thy servant at the first I will do, but this thing I may not do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. And Ben-Hadad sent unto him and said, The gods do so unto me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people that follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, Let not him that girdeth on his harness boast himself as he that putteth it off. And it came to pass, when Ben-Hadad heard this message, as he was drinking, he and the kings and the pavilions, that he said unto his servants, Set yourselves in array. And they set themselves in array against the city. 
And behold, there came a prophet unto Ahab, king of Israel, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into thine hand this day, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? And he said, Thus saith the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall order the battle? And he answered, Thou. And he numbered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were 232. And after them, he numbered all the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. And they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions, he and the kings, and the thirty and two kings that helped him. And the young men of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad had sent out. And they told him, saying, There are men come out of Samaria. And he said, Whether they be come out for peace, take them alive, or whether they be come out for war, take them alive. So these young men of the princes of the provinces came out of the city and the army which followed them. And they slew every one his man, and the Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on an horse with the horsemen. And the king of Israel went out and smote the horses and chariots and slew the Syrians with a great slaughter. And the prophet came to the king of Israel and said unto him, Go, strengthen thyself, and mark, and see what thou doest. For at the return of the year the king of Syria will come up against thee. And the servants of the king of Syria said unto him, Their gods are gods of the hills, therefore they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And do this thing, take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their rooms, and number thee an army, like the army that thou hast lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot, and we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. And he hearkened unto their voice and did so. And it came to pass at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad numbered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were numbered and were all present and went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids, but the Syrians filled the country. And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thine hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And they pitched one over against the other seven days. And so it was that in the seventh day the battle was joined, and the children of Israel slew of the Syrians an hundred thousand footmen in one day. But the rest fled to Aphek into the city, and there a wall fell upon twenty and seven thousand of the men that were left. And Ben-Hadad fled and came into the city into an inner chamber. And his servant said unto him, Behold now, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us, I pray thee, put sackcloth on our loins and ropes upon our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Peradventure he will save thy life. 
So they girded sackcloth, sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Thy servant Ben-Hadad saith, I pray thee, let me live. And he said, Is he yet alive? He is my brother. Now the men did diligently observe whether anything would come from him and did hastily catch it. And they said, Thy brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go ye, bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came forth to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. And Ben-Hadad said unto him, The cities which my father took from thy father I will restore, and thou shalt make streets for thee in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Then said Ahab, I will send thee away with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and sent him away. And a certain man of the sons of the prophets said unto his neighbor in the word of the Lord, Smite me, I pray thee. And the man refused to smite him. Then said he unto him, Because thou hast not obeyed the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as thou art departed from me, a lion shall slay thee. And as soon as he was departed from him, a lion found him and slew him. Then he found another man and said, Smite me, I pray thee. And the man smote him, so that in smiting he wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way and disguised himself with ashes upon his face. And as the king passed by, he cried unto the king and he said, Thy servant went out into the midst of the battle and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me and said, Keep this man. If by any means he be missing, then shall thy life be for his life, or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. And as thy servant was busy here and there, he was gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, So shall thy judgment be, thyself hast decided it. And he hasted and took the ashes away from his face. And the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore thy life shall go for his, and thy people for his people. And the king of Israel went to his house heavy and displeased, and came to Samaria. Chapter 21 And it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it, or, if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it to me, that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Jezebel his wife came to him and said unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? And he said unto her, because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, 
Dost thou now govern the king of Israel, the kingdom of Israel? Arise, and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and sealed them with his seal, and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city, dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people, and set two men, sons of Belial, before him, to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him, that he may die. And the men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who were inhabitants in his city, did as Jezebel had said unto them, and as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them. And they proclaimed a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people. And there came in two men, children of Belial, and set before him. And the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. Then they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones that he died. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned and is dead. And it came to pass, when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give thee for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. And it came to pass, when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, that Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he has gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou killed and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord. In the place where dogs licked the blood of Naboth shall dogs lick thy blood, even thine. And Ahab said to Elijah, Hast thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee, and I will take away thy posterity, and will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel, and will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger and made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, the dogs shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Him that dieth of Ahab in the city, the dogs shall eat. And him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel his wife stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass, when Ahab heard those words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly 
And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me? Because he humbleth himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. Chapter 22. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth and Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria? And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Will thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up. For the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of thy king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto, unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Hasten hither, Micaiah the son of Imlah. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, having put on their robes, in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah the son of Chenana made him horns of iron, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, With these shall thou push the Syrians until thou hast consumed them. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, Behold now, the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, 
Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit which stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. But Zedekiah, the son of Chenanah, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in the day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, O people, every one of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Gilead. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and enter into the battle and will put thou on thy robes. And the king of Israel disguised himself and went into the battle. But the king of Syria commanded his thirty and two captains that had rule over his chariot, saying, Fight neither with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they said, Surely it is the king of Israel. And they turned aside to fight against him. Jehoshaphat cried out. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots perceived it was not the king of Israel, that they turned back from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Wherefore he said unto the driver of his chariot, Turn thine hand and carry me out of the host, for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day. And the king was stayed up in his chariot against the Syrians and died at even. And the blood ran out of the wound in the midst of the chariot. And there went a proclamation throughout the host about going down of the sun, saying, Every man to his city and every man to his own country. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And one washed the chariot in the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, and they washed his armor according unto the word of the Lord which he spake. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab and all that he did, and the ivory house which he made, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Ahaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. And Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Judah in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was thirty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and five years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shilihi. 
and he walked in all the ways of Asa, his father. He turned not aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away, for the people offered and burnt incense yet in the high places. And Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed and how he warred, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And the remnant of the Sodomites, which remained in the days of his father Asa, he took out of the land. There was then no king of Edom. A deputy was king. Jehoshaphat made ships to Tarthshish to go to Ophir for gold, but they went not for ships, for the ships were broken at Ezi and Geber. Then said Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, unto Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with thy servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat would not. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. And Jehoram, his son, reigned in his stead. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria, the 17th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father and in the way of his mother and in the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. For he served Baal and worshipped him and provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel, according to all that his father had done. And that concludes the first book of the Kings. Chapter 22, the end of the first book of the Kings. So tomorrow we will start the second book of the Kings. Honestly, I don't even know what day it is today. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? I have no idea. It's what happens. Hmm. So, Mick and I will be back tonight. It must be Thursday today. Yeah, that's right. Because we're talking about how pointless it was for the kids to go back to school for two days. Why did they do that? They're not going to do anything. Anyway. Mick and I will be back tonight, 545, for the pre-show, the 15 minutes of music before the start of the Patriot Party podcast. 6 p.m. before the start of the show. If you're not there by 6.10, you're missing out. So come check us out then. Liana is coming up next on Pilled.net and Rumble, the Liana Wilbert Show. Go check that out as well. I think she is anyway. You in here this morning, Liana? I haven't seen you yet. But I'm hoping she's coming on at 9.05. And then you can always go check out Vince Tataglia's brand new show called Rise and Grind at 11.30 on the Rise and Grind channel on Rumble. So go check that out as well. It is Thursday. Thank you, Liana. So Liana's up next. She'll go for the whole day. Pop over to Vince for a little bit at 1130. Rise and Grind. That's 1130 Eastern. He's on the West Coast. And then Mick and I will be back tonight at 545. So I pray that the Lord keeps you all safe in the shadow of his wing until his return which will be very soon. If y'all don't think that the foundations are already shaking, I advise you to go uh, look up the earthquakes that happened in D.C. and New York City 
they weren't strong enough to register on the Richter scale. And yet somehow, I mean, they were not on the, the graphs. It was like a 2.6 in DC and a 1.7 in Queens, New York. Craziness, huh? But people felt them. How do you feel 1.7 in New York? That's like a strong train going by. But people felt them. Because the foundations are already starting to shake. So remember, when the day comes, do not run, do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. So with that, I leave you in peace. And I pray that y'all have ears to hear and eyes to see. So have a wonderful, blessed day. And we'll see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching y'all. Crazy baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the this puppet show stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues Swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Blind, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day I hope you see the truth. 
This puppet show stays on because of you. Ooh. 